Armstrong. Jack Armstrong. Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Welcome to the Comic Web's old-time radio podcast. Each week we feature an episode from the golden years of radio. The Comic Web sells old-time radio programs, comic books, and more. Check us out at comicweb.com. You'll get some of my brief commentary after the episodes. This week we have two Jack Armstrong episodes. Jack and Billy are captured, and that's followed by Jack and Billy Turn the Tables. Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Wave the piper us and high, boys. Show them how we stand. Ever shorty me champions, known throughout the land. Wheaties, breakfast of champions, bring you the thrilling adventures of Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Look. I'd like to have a man-to-man talk with you about a mighty important subject. Would you buy a bicycle with one wheel missing, or would you rather buy a complete bike? Well, you don't have to answer that one, because I'm pretty doggone certain you'd want a bike that was all there. Now, here's the point I want to make. Some so-called whole wheat foods are just like that one-wheeled bike. They're not all there. Yes, there's something missing from some of these foods. But that's not the case with Wheaties, not by a long shot. Wheaties are all there. They give you every bit of the well-known essential nourishment of 100% whole wheat. Now, I'll explain that. You see, when whole wheat is being fixed up into tasty foods, part of its valuable nourishment often disappears. Such foods are like that one-wheel bicycle, just parked there. But that doesn't happen to Wheaties. In Wheaties, you get all of the vitamin B1, all of the food energy, and all of the vitamin G of choice whole wheat. And, man, that's champion nourishment with a capital M. But nourishment's only half the story. Those crisp whole wheat flakes pack an extra good, extra satisfying flavor that's absolutely different from any other breakfast dish you've ever tasted. It's a keen, moldy flavor that ought to make breakfast a special pleasure for you every morning. So if you'd like a breakfast dish that gives you a whale of a lot of good bodybuilding nourishment, plus a come-on-back-for-more flavor, just see that you get Wheaties with milk or cream in your favorite fruit every morning. It's my bet you'll agree that this breakfast of champions is about the best you've ever tasted. Try it tomorrow. And now, Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Jack and Billy are in their little skiff in the dark Manila Harbor. With them is Michelle, a Filipino who is in the pay of the unscrupulous adventurer, Dr. Chapato. Michelle, who tried to swim away with a chart and a luminous ring which Chapato stole from Uncle Jim, has been rescued from a shark by Jack and Billy. Jack and Billy, now about to return to their schooner spindrift, where Uncle Jim and Betty are holding Chapato prisoner, suddenly hear... Yes, you guessed it. Blackbeard is coming out of the night. He and Lazaro and some of the crew of Chapato's schooner are rowing out to the spindrift to see what happened to Chapato. And now, Jack and Billy are sitting rigid in their skiff, wondering if they're discovered. Listen. Did they see us, Jack? They couldn't help seeing us, Billy. Searchlight from the destroyer was shining right on us for a moment. Blackbeard has stopped singing. He's on the alert for something. I can see them now, Billy. See that dark shadow over there? It's coming this way. They are coming this way. I can see the phosphorescent splash of their oars in the water. Can we get away, Jack? Not a chance, Billy. They can row faster than we can. They've got at least two pairs of oars out, maybe more. They'll catch us before we can get back to the spindrift. 
Then they'll get the chart and ring. I don't know about that, Billy. For one thing, they don't know we've got them with us. They think the chart and ring are still on the spindrift. Where did you put them, Jack? They're still in the little box, tucked away in my shirt. But Michelle may tell them that you've got the chart and ring. Michelle, you'd better keep quiet or we'll throw you to the shark that almost got you. I keep quiet. You, my friend, you saved me from shark. But now you better tie me up. Savvy, you tie me up. Say, that's a good idea, Billy. Tie Michelle up with the painter. Then Lazaro and Blackbeard won't suspect it. Okay, here, Michelle. Hold your hands behind your back. I'll tie you up right. You look as though you meant it. Okay, Jack. There, is that too tight? It looks okay. And tie his legs, too, Billy. Okay, Jack, that's just what I'm doing. Turns. Oh. Now a hitch. There. That'll hold you, Michelle. That good. Chief must not know. He beat me if he knows. The will never know, Michelle. We'll never tell him that you're our friend. They're getting close, Jack. Lazaro and Blackbeard must have some men with them. Gosh, what do Uncle Jim and Betty do when Lazaro gets to the spindrift? Billy, if we roll over toward the dock, we'll lure them further away from the spindrift. But they'll catch us long before we ever get to the dock, Jack. Then they'll go to the spindrift. I know, but it'll take them longer. And maybe that searchlight from the destroyer will pick us up again. I get you, Jack. If Uncle Jim can see us, he'll have time to do something. He'll have time to get away from the spindrift. He can take Betty and Geppetto with him. Here, take an arm. We'll both roll. We'll pull a fast stroke, Billy. We'll get as far as we can from the spindrift before they catch us. Ready? Yep. Pull. Okay. They, they can see the phosphorescent light of our oars, Jack. They're rowing faster. They've turned a flashlight on us, Billy. They recognize us. Coming fast, Jack. They'll be on us in half a jiffy. Keep working, Billy. We're getting further and further from the spindrift. I wish that searchlight had come this way again. The searchlight's on the entrance to the breakwater now. Well, staying there. That won't do us any good. It'll sweep around the harbor pretty soon. It always does. Gee, I hope Uncle Jim will be looking this way when it does. He will be. He's wondering if we caught Michelle and why we haven't come back with the chart and ring. He'll be looking this way. Oh, they're almost on us, Jack. Shall we try to fight them off when they get here? It wouldn't do any good, Billy. There are four men against the two of us. Besides, I might lose the chart and ring if we try to fight them. Gee, Whitaker, don't let anything happen to that chart and that ring, Jack. If we lose the chart, we'll never be able to find the sunken ship with the uranium-235 on board. That's right. And if we lose the ring, we'll never find the uranium deposits in Mindanao. Hold up, Jack. I'm still Here they are, Jack. That's how I was calling to you. Hold up, oh, we must catch your He isn't talking his so-sorry language now, Billy. We better stop rowing. Okay. Josh sakes, I'm all in anyway. We'll have to let him do his worst. They've stopped rowing too, Billy. They're coasting up alongside. Well, blow them apart again for sky high if it isn't Jack and Billy again. Yeah, that must be a surprise to you, Blackbeard. You couldn't possibly have known who it was. My humble self is not so surprised. So sorry to trouble you, but suggest you come into my boat. And suppose we don't, Lazaro. If you don't, it will not be nice for you. I will be so sorry. Well, run me on a reef, Lazaro. Look who's tied up in their boat. Michelle himself. Oh, you are taking Michelle away. Where did you get him? Wouldn't you like to know? I think I shall know. Michelle will tell me. What happened, Michelle? Go ahead and tell him, Michelle. Tell them how we found you on the spindrift. Tell them how you tried to escape by swimming away. Is that correct, Michelle? That's right, Senor Lazaro. I try and swim away. They follow me in boat. They catch me and tie me up. Then that means that the chief is on the spindrift. Perhaps, Jack Armstrong, he is being detained by your esteemed Uncle Jim. Perhaps. Hmm. You do not like the talk. So sorry. But we shall find out anyway. 
We shall go to your schooner, and you shall go with us. That's okay with us, Lazaro. We were going there anyway. We shall go there and get the chart and the ring. Then, perhaps your Uncle Jim will be sorry he detained our chief. Hey, give me your flashlight, Lazaro. Now, long time, Michelle. You won't need your flashlight, Blackbeard. That destroyer is swinging its searchlight this way again. Wild blast, my Belgian. Can't those company sailors keep their light away from us? Oh, tell them you don't like it, Blackbeard. They'll be glad to accommodate you. Here the searchlight comes. Well, they're holding it on us. Now, roll me down a reel. What's the idea of that? Perhaps they're a little curious, Blackbeard. Maybe they're wondering what you're doing. On time, Michel Blackbeard. The United States Navy is not interested in our humble selves there. The light is gone now. Get into their boat and untie Michel. Jack, I just bet you that Uncle Jim saw us that time. I bet you he knows now what's going on. Quiet, Billy. Don't let them hear you. Oh, they can't hear us. They're watching Blackbeard untie Michel. Gosh, if we could only gain some more time for Uncle Jim. Maybe we can gain some more time, Billy. We'll refuse to get into their boat of our own free will. We'll make them overpower us and put us in. But don't let anything happen to the chart in the ring. I'll be careful. I won't fight too hard. Oh, my God, Alexander and Michelle, but you were tied up. There, there, you're loose now. Just step into our skip. Jack and Billy won't do nothing to you now. Si, senor. Sit in the stern, Michelle. You will have the pleasure of guarding our two guests. Si, senor. And now, Jack Armstrong, so sorry to trouble you all. You and Billy Fairfield will please get in the stern of my boat. So sorry, Lazaro, but we won't get into the stern of your boat. We don't like your company. So sorry, my humble self must force my hospitality on you. You will kindly get into my boat. Oh, we will put you in. I guess you'll have to put us in, Lazaro. Why blow my bulkheads down, Billy? You and Jack are being most uncommonly stubborn again. Lazaro won't hurt you. Why, Blackbeard Flynn won't let a hair of your head be touched. If you act sensible. Oh, no, Blackbeard. You wouldn't let a hair of our heads be touched. Why, you'd let them scalp us completely. That served your ends. Oh, ram me on a reef, Billy. You don't know what a real friend I am to you. Why, if it wasn't for me, so you'd Oh, sorry, be... Blackbeard. We have such little time for pleasant talk. Will you get in my boat, Jack Armstrong? Otherwise, it will not be very nice for you. We're not getting in your boat, Lazaro. So sorry. My men will put you in. When I clap my hands, it will not be nice for you. Go ahead and clap your hands, Lazaro. See if we care. Bring them in this boat. Can I come to Give them something to remember. Oh, okay, Jack. Now you don't take your hands off. So sorry, boys. I will tie you up now. I will tie your feet and your hands. You will not like it. Well, I'm tight, man. Splice my stays, Jack. Now we're going to have to tie you up. Was that any way to act? Why didn't you take a hand, Blackbeard? I'd have loved to give you a poke, too. Yeah, me too, Blackbeard. I had a beauty just waiting for you. Why, Colonel McCombers, you talk as if I wanted to see you tied up. Fair breaks my heart to see this happen to my old friends. These knots are tight, Jack Armstrong. So sorry. But you will not break loose. And you will not break loose, Billy Fairfield. We will put you in the stern of the boat. Michelle, you shall guard them. They are very clever. See that they do not work free. Si, senor. We shall turn their boat adrift. And now, we shall row to the spindrift. Get to your oars, men. Pull for the anchor light of the spindrift. We shall return a visit of the esteemed Captain Fairfield. 
Short and the ring safe? They're safe, Billy. Still tucked away in my shirt. Did they hurt you? Not much. Gosh, I needed a couple myself. So did I. Well, gave Uncle Jim some extra time. He's going to need it, Billy. Lazaro means business. We wish our hands and feet weren't tied. Then maybe we could do something when we get to the spindrift. Michelle, can you hear me? Si, senor. I hear you. Can Lazaro see us talking, Michelle? No. It is too dark. Are you still our friend, Michelle? I always your friend. Now. But will you help us? I try, senor. Hear that, Billy? Michelle will help us. He can get us untied without Lazaro seeing us. When we get to the spin rift, maybe we'll have a surprise for it. Say, maybe Jack and Billy will have a surprise for Lazaro if Michelle really proves to be their friend. But do Uncle Jim and Betty know what's going on? Do they know that Lazaro and Blackbeard and their crew are rowing to the Spindrift to rescue Shapato and steal the chart and the ring? There's going to be a shipload of excitement aboard the Spindrift in just a very short time, and you won't want to miss it. So listen in at the same time tomorrow for another thrilling episode of The Chart and Ring with Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Here's a mighty good tip for a lot of real pleasure. Ask Mother to get you a couple of packages of Wheaties right away. Have a big bowl of those extra good, extra satisfying whole wheat flakes with milk and bananas tomorrow morning. Then have Wheaties, milk, and a different fruit, or fruit juice every morning. It's my bet you'll be calling a breakfast of champions your favorite year-round training breakfast almost before you finish your first bowl of them. Try it, won't you? Right away. Have you tried Wheaties? They're whole wheat with all of the bran. Won't you try Wheaties? For wheat is the best food of man. This is Franklin McCormick saying goodbye until tomorrow for General Mills, makers of Wheaties, Breakfast of Champions, who have just presented another episode of Jack Armstrong, the All-American Boy. Wave the flag for us and high, boys. Show them how we stand. Every shark team be champions known throughout the land. Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Wave the flag for Hudson High, boys. Show them how we stand. Every shark team be champions known throughout the land. Wheaties, breakfast of champions, bring you the thrilling adventures of Jack Armstrong... The All-American Boy. Look, I'm just wondering how good your ears are today. Well, there's one sure way to find out. I'm going to put my good friend, the sound effects man, to work. And I want you to guess which seasons of the year these sounds represent. All set? Here we go. Sound effect number one. Got it? Well, if you said summer and the baseball season, you are correct. Now, sound effect number two. Well, that was a cinch. Jingle bells and the good old winter time. Now, here's why I picked those sounds. Training in the spring, summer, and fall is a swell idea. I'm for it 100%. But the fellow who really gets the most good out of a training program like Jack Armstrong's is the fellow who goes right on training and training hard... 365 days out of the year. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. 
So if you've been training Jack Armstrong's way this last summer and fall, don't stop now just because cold weather's here. Training helps build champions all year round. There's an extra special reason why you ought to go right on following Jack Armstrong's rule number three this winter. Remember it? Eat a breakfast of champions every morning. You see, this keen combination of Wheaties, milk, and fruit gives you an abundant supply of heat energy units. The food fuel that helps you keep warm when the thermometer is taking a nosedive. And say, remember this. Cooking food on the kitchen stove doesn't help a particle when it comes to the job of helping you keep warm. No, sir. The temperature of the food hasn't got a thing in the world to do with it. It's the amount of heat energy units contained in the food itself that really does the job. And Wheaties, made from choice whole wheat, are brimming with those important heat energy units. So take a tip from many of your favorite champions who rate Wheaties their favorite year-round training breakfast. Remind Mother to get a couple of packages of those extra-good whole wheat flakes tomorrow and serve you a breakfast of champions every morning from here on in. And now, Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. An exciting drama is underway under the cloak of darkness in Manila Harbor. Uncle Jim and Betty are on the schooner Spindrift, which has brought them to the Philippines in search of some precious uranium-235 lost in a sunken ship in the Sulu Sea. With them, but safely bound, is the international adventurer, Dr. Shapato, who tried to steal from Uncle Jim an important chart and luminous ring needed to locate the uranium. But through the darkness of the harbor, a skiff is approaching the schooner Spindrift. In it are Lazaro and Blackbeard and others of Shapato's crew, on their way to the Spindrift to rescue Shapato and steal the chart and luminous ring. And in the stern of the skiff is the Filipino Michelle, in the pay of Shapato, but whose life has been saved by Jack and Billy. He is supposed to be guarding Jack and Billy, who are tied hand and foot in the bottom of the skiff, but who hope to work loose in time to help Uncle Jim and Betty when the crucial moment arrives. Listen. Did they tie you pretty tight, Billy? I'll say they did, Jack. I can't move my hands or even wiggle my feet. Yeah, I'm trussed up tightly, too. But Michelle will cut us loose when he gets a chance. Won't you, Michelle? I cut you loose. You, my friend, you saved my life. But you wait. They see me now. Well, wait. But you'd better not forget. We ought to be getting pretty close to the spindrift, Jack. I can't see from the bottom of the boat. It's too dark to see anyway. But we'll be there in a minute or two. Gosh, Jack. Do you suppose Uncle Jim and Betty saw what was happening to us? They could have seen us when the destroyer flashed its searchlight around the harbor. Boy, oh boy, if they didn't, they're going to be in an awful tough spot. I bet a million Uncle Jim saw what happened. He'd be looking for us. He'd be wondering if we recovered the chart and ring. Have you still got them, Jack? That's a lot, Billy. If Lazaro or Blackbeard ever suspected that we actually have them with us, then we'd be in a tough spot. Jump on Jiminy, we sure would be. Do you suppose Uncle Jim and Betty are having any trouble with Shapato? Not if I know Uncle Jim. He probably has Shapato tied up so he can't do any mischief. But I wonder what Uncle Jim is doing. I mean, if he did see us. He's planning something. He isn't going to stand by and let Lazaro and Blackbeard and this crew take him by surprise. We must be getting close to our schooner. Hey, look how everybody's turning around to watch as they roll. How about it, Michelle? Are we getting close? We get close now. Then now's the time, Michelle. Everyone has his eyes on the spindrift. Cut the rope around my hands first. Shh, not so loud. If they hear you, too bad. Too bad for me. I got now. That's it. It's almost loose, Michelle. Cut a little more. Maybe I got you. I don't care if you do cut me. Hurry. There. Volca. 
horse is free. You work on Billy now. I'll untie my own legs. You be careful. If they look, you stay still. I'll watch them. You get to work on Billy. Hold still, Billy. I got you loose now. Make it snappy, Michelle. We must be getting awfully close to the spindrift. There. You loose now. No, I'm not. Not quite. There's still one strand holding me. There. Oh, God. Go to work, Michelle. Say, I can't get to my legs without moving around. Don't move, Billy. I can reach your legs without moving. Just as soon as I get my own legs free. Easy, Jack. Black Bear is looking at us. I'm watching him. Okay. He's turned around to look at the spindrift again. I'll be loose in half a jiffy. Gosh, I hope Uncle Jim does know what's going on. If he's taken by surprise, it'll be too bad. You never saw Uncle Jim taken by surprise in your life, Billy. There, I'm free now. I'll have you free in a split second. Careful, Jack. One of the men is looking around. He can't see a thing in the bottom of the skiff, Billy. This knot on your leg is jammed. Slip that knife to me, Michelle. Here. You be careful, Jack. I'll have you free in no time, Billy. There. How's that? It's cut, Jack. I can move my legs now. Don't move your legs. Don't move at all. Lie perfectly still, just as though you were bound hand and foot. We almost there. Can you see anyone on board, Michelle? What are they doing? I not see anyone. All quiet. But, golly sakes, Michelle, there must be someone on board. I not see anyone. Maybe they've gotten away, Billy. Jumping chimney, I sure hope so. Because if they haven't, it's just going to be too bad. Look at Lazaro and Blackbeard. They're wondering why everything's so quiet on the schooner. They're afraid of a trap. Why, Mahalo, Lazaro. There's something mighty funny going on aboard that ship. We better be careful. You are always so careful, Blackbeard. There are five of us here. There's only Captain Fairfield to worry about on the schooner. Uh, Captain Fairfield is no man to treat lightly, Lazaro. We're almost there at Colonel McComber's, but I still don't see nary a sign of life. Don't sorry, Blackbeard. I see someone. I see a head above the cockpit. Do you hear that, Billy? There is someone on the spindrift. But suffering catfish, Jack. Uncle Jim can't hope to overpower this crew single-handed. Well, roll my gunnels under. Does Captain Fairfield think he can ambush us and knock us off one by one? We will take no chance with Captain Fairfield. We shall rush the schooner. All of us. You shall lead us, Blackbeard. I douse my business if I will. I have more respect for Captain Fairfield than that. He's got something up his sleeve, I tell you. Truly, your caution is an example for more foolish persons. I will lead the rush. My two men and Michelle will follow me. You shall stay and guard Jack Armstrong and Billy Fairfield. If you think that is not too dangerous. Why, roll me down to Rio. I'm as brave as the next man. But when you're up again, Captain Fairfield, you can't be too careful. Off horse, men! I shall go first. Michelle, you shall follow me and make the boat fast. You two men shall come up after Michelle. Blackbeard may stay in the boat and guard our helpless prisoners. It will be safer for him. Why, riddle my royals, if I will. I'll be on deck with the rest of you. Captain Fairfield can't bluff me. Easy, all. Backwater. I go now. You'll be careful. We won't forget what you've done, Michelle. Here we are. Follow me on board. Up, over the side. Oh, I'm in on this. I'm a-coming to. We're alone and free, Billy. What do we do now, Jack? We've got to follow them on board. If Uncle Jim and Betty are still there, they'll need us. Gee, my nanny, we won't be much good against that bunch. We'll be better than nothing. Sit up now so we can see what's going on. And get all set to rush on board with me. Where is he? I They're in the cockpit now, Jack. Gosh, I don't hear any fighting. And Uncle Jim isn't there, Billy. Maybe he and Betty have left. Maybe that's Chapato in the cockpit. If it is, he's bound and gagged. Just a second, Dr. Chapato. Then we'll have you untied. There. Did you hear that? It is Chapato. But jumping quick, it's Jack. What do we do? Billy, look. Up by the bow on the water. What's that? 
It's another skiff. It must be Uncle Jim and Betty. I'll bet that's just who it is. They're easing this way to save us. They think we're still tied up. What's that? Oh, did you hear that, Jake? I bet you Chappelle was told them Uncle Jim is close by in the skiff. We've got to cut our boat loose, Billy. I've got Michelle's knife. Let me by. Hey, hey, look out, Jack. They see us. Somebody's coming down. Take it over, Billy. Knock him for a loop while I cut the line. Okay. Hey. Oh, uh, that got him, Billy. Look out. Here comes another one. Okay. Ah. That's two of them, Jack. Hurry up with that line. Hurry, Stop, hurry. Billy. Push off. Push off with the oar. Okay, okay. There. We're off, Jack. Watch that, man. He's trying to climb back into the skiff. Pass me an oar, Billy. Quick, I'll fix it. Okay. Suck him, Jack. Don't let him get into the boat. Ah. There. He won't try to get in again. Look out, Billy. Someone's getting into the stern. I'll get him. Ah. There. Now, boy, Billy. You fixed him good and proper. Paddle out further from the scooter. Quick. Blackbeard, I told you to stay in the boat. Jack Armstrong is loose. He's taking our skiff. I told you to watch out for Captain Fairfield. He did this. He got him loose. Get that, Billy? Lazaro and Blackbeard think that Uncle Jim untied us. Oh, that's swell, and they won't blame Michelle. Say, where are Uncle Jim and Betty? It's so dark that I can't see a thing. Here they are. They're almost to us. Uncle Jim, is that you? I'm coming, Jack. Are you all right? Sure, we're all right. Billy, are you sure no one's hanging onto our boat? Oh, not at my end, Jack. I gave that last chip a sock with you that he'll never forget. Uh, my man has a little souvenir, too. I guess they're being pulled on board the schooner now. Hey, here's Uncle Jim now. And there's Betty with him. I can see them both. Hi, Betty. Hi, Billy. Oh, we were so worried about you and Jack. We were plenty worried about you and Uncle Jim, too, Betty. We'll talk about it later, Jack. They'll be after us in a moment. We've got to get to the dock and to our car. But they can't come after us, Uncle Jim. They haven't got a boat. Yes, they have, Billy. There's the spare lifeboat lashed down on deck. They're unlashing her now. They'll have her overboard in a minute. Listen. Boy, we had better hurry. We'd better get in your boat, Uncle Jim. It's smaller and we can row it faster. Fine, get in. Quickly. Bring a pair of oars. All four of us will row. Come on, Billy. Oh, I'm so glad you're both safe. Did you get that chart and ring, Jack? We got him, Uncle Jim. We got him from Michelle. We pulled him aboard when a shark attacked him. He's our friend for life. They're right here. Jack had them with him all the time, Uncle Jim. And boy, when Lazaro finds that out, he's going to throw off it. Everybody take an oar. Ready, all? Pull. They've got the lifeboat overboard, Uncle Jim. They'll be after us in a jiffy. We'll give them a race, Jack. But, Uncle Jim, maybe they'll scuttle the swindrift. Not on your life, they won't, Betty. Not until they get that chart from us. Oh, I see. If they haven't got the chart, they'll have to follow us to the Sulu Sea to find the uranium. That's just what they'll have to do. And if they scuttle the spindrift, we can't go to the Sulu Sea. The searchlight from the destroyer is sweeping around the harbor. Look, it's on the spindrift. I see them, Uncle Jim. They're in the lifeboat. They're rowing like mad. They're going to try to catch us before we get ashore. Pull, Jack. Pull, Billy. Pull, Betty. This is one time we've got to shake them off. What do we do if we shake them off, Uncle Jim? We're going up to find that sergeant in the headhunting country. The Padawan's gang will follow us, but we're going anyway. But if you don't pull faster, Billy, they'll catch us before we get started. Come on, all together. Pull. 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 Say, you can bet that when Shapato learns that they have the chart and the luminous ring with them... He will follow them even to the headhunting country. And say, Uncle Jim is going up there to question the constabulary sergeant about the missing Professor Loring. And the sergeant is up there because of trouble among the headhunters. That looks as if there'll be something mighty exciting going on up there, doesn't it? You certainly don't want to miss that. So listen in, all of you, at the same time next Monday for some more thrills in another exciting chapter of The Chart and Ring with Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Look, would you like to get in on an A number one idea that'll put you in line for a lot of extra fun? Okay, here it is. Just before you go to bed tonight, help yourself to a heaping big bowl of Wheaties with milk or cream. To my way of thinking, 
Those crisp whole wheat flakes are a perfect way to top off a perfect day. And say, if you find that your Wheaties package is getting a little empty, better remind Mother to get a couple of packages from the grocer tomorrow, sure. Have you tried Wheaties? They're whole wheat with all of the bran. Won't you try Wheaties? This is Franklin McCormick saying goodbye till Monday for General Mills, makers of Wheaties, breakfast of champions, who have just presented another episode of Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. The best breakfast food in the land. Wave the flag for Hudson High, boys. Show them how we stand. Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy, centered around the thrilling adventures of Jack Armstrong, hero of Hudson High School. While the early focus of the show was on the prodigious athletic prowess of Jack, constantly saving the day for Hudson, it soon turned to Jack's globetrotting feats of daring do. Accompanied by his cousins Billy and Betty Fairfield, and eventually by Uncle Jim Fairfield, Jack was equally at home defeating foes on the Amazon or in the jungles of Africa, or in this case, on the seas near the Philippines. Jack and Uncle Jim were portrayed as manly heroes, while Billy and Betty, while the same age as Jack, were portrayed as ingenuous and hapless. Keep in mind that while this episode is occurring, Jack is somehow also in high school, yet he never attends class, studies, or completes homework. The stories generally ran over a few episodes, but many storylines ended rather abruptly and set the stage for the next storyline. The last year, the series was retitled to Armstrong of the SBI, when Jack, Billy, and Betty finally graduated after about 17 years of high school. See, kids, maybe you really do need to attend class. They were recruited by the Scientific Bureau of Investigation, but the move of the heroes into adulthood was not taken well by their fans, and the show ended a year later. Sponsored by Wheaties, the show shamelessly promoted Armstrong-related premiums to entice audiences to buy the cereal. The series was considered to be one of the most popular juvenile adventure series on radio and ran from July of 1933 to June of 1951. And now, kids, it's time for a Comic Web Radio Secret Society code, 2274. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Just use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon code. The code again is 2274. Within the next few weeks, we will pull the first year of our podcast. So if you want to listen to any episodes, I would recommend you download them now. But don't worry, we will put them on a CD and you can buy them if you want. So get them free now or buy them later. It's up to you. We're doing this mainly to free up server space. I, I honestly don't think we will make that much money selling these podcasts. And speaking of our podcast, if you have any comments on how to improve it, please send us an email or fill out the survey on our website. Our email is editor at comicweb.com. Thanks and have a good week.